just to let y'all know, there's a lot that goes into these physical readiness tests. Anyway, it got me to thinking, y'all. What if we had PRTs in every sector? More on this in this episode of Stationed with Stories. Station with Stories. That's it. All right. You are listening to Station with Stories. I am your host, Kalisha Hollis Jesse. And before we get started, let me just tell y'all these are my thoughts, my thoughts, my thoughts, my thoughts. And they do not represent or reflect the positions, opinions, or views of the U.S. Armed Forces in any way. All right. Now that we got that out of the way, hi, peeps. Let's just jump right into this episode, y'all. And I'm going to start with what I read this past week. And it was a delight, let me tell you. And I'll give you a little backstory. I was I was about to pick up like this, this little tome, like this almost 500 pager. And I said, girl, we just, we just can't. <laughs> we just can't this week. I am working on a longer form project right now. And so... Man, this past week really, really took up lots of hours of my day just writing. And so I needed to, at least for a week, find something a little shorter. For those who are like, I don't have time to pick up these long novels, I have something for you. I read Goodbye, Mr. Chips by James Hilton this past week. And it is a quick read. When I say quick, I mean you can read it in one sitting. And it does not take long at all. It's a very quick read, but it is so good. It is an international bestseller and it's a throwback. It was published in 1933. And let me give you my words for it. Nostalgic, endearing, and casual. And let's start with nostalgic. Goodbye, Mr. Chips. It was nostalgic because you get a chance to see the life that he's lived through his memories. And it's it's really nostalgic. He is growing up, or at least his adult life, you get a chance to see his adult life at this British boarding school that he's worked at for decades. And he has marked his memories by the students that he knew and the funny things and incidents that he went through with those kids. And also by just historically what was going on. So just for context, He's the teacher, a teacher, a master, as they call him, at a British boarding school in the 19th and early 20th century. So particularly with this context, he's seen many wars and conflicts in the world. And you get that nostalgia, you know, the start of the First World War, which was never named First World War at that time. And just think about when this was published. It was published in 1933, right? So we didn't even get to the, the the Second World War and how we would later on call these different events. But he's living through them. And you get a chance to see his his memories. And he's a funny guy. He's so funny. His, his kids love him. And that goes into my next word, endearing. He's just a likable character. Mr. Chips. Oh, Chips. Oh, buddy, old pal. He's such a funny guy. And, you know, funny chap. And it's funny because you don't necessarily get all of the jokes, but, <laughs> you know, you you get some of them. And a lot of them are in Latin, 
which don't let that deter you at all. Like you get, you still get a sense that he, he uses these dead languages. I think he uh, at least teaches Latin and maybe some other classics, but he uses these dead languages to bring humor to his classrooms of these really impressionable young boys. So it's endearing and everyone loves him. And he's an old chap. Oh, Mr. Chips. Old Chips, that old lad, he's such a hoot. That's the language that you get in the book. And it's so endearing. You like Mr. Chips. I liked Mr. Chips, at least. So there's that. And then casual. I say casual, casual in tone, because you start off and the narrator's voice is talking to you, directly to you, reader, right? And it is... It's fabulous because you get sucked in right away. You're a part of the story. So it's almost like a fireside chat, just the way they bring you in with a second person or Hilton brings you in with the second person. And then you go on to learn about this guy. It's like you're sitting around a fireside. Let me just tell you about Mr. Chips. Oh, Chips, when he first came to the school, he was X, Y. You know, that's what you get. It's very casual in tone, which is... Is fantastic for the way that the story is told. And though he's funny and very endearing and the language is very nostalgic, you're getting the sense of someone's life, you know, in their later years, just looking back. You also, in very small ways, get some of the the loss, a lot of the loss, actually. There is a bit of, you know, with nostalgia, there's always a bit of loss that you feel, in that. And so you get that sense. Yeah. You know, it's been a lovely life, but it's been a humble life and it's been a life full of difficulties as well. So that was the book Goodbye, Mr. Chips by James Hilton. It is, like I said, international bestseller. Apparently it's never gone out of print since it was published 1933. So that's, that's a great just indication of the type of book it is. And I enjoyed it. Short, short read. Pick it up if you so choose. All right, moving on to the topic of the day, y'all. So this past week, my husband had his PRTs. And just for those who don't know, PRTs are the physical readiness tests or the physical readiness tests for the Navy. At least that's what they call it in the Navy, okay? And it happens... You know, I thought it happened every couple of years, but it happens much more frequently than that because I promised he had a PRT earlier this year and then he had another one last week. So they, maybe because he's changed commands and he's in a new context and they need to make sure that he's all together. But these fitness readiness tests, y'all, really interesting. So um, it had him getting ready all in the tizzy. It was a fanfare. Let me tell you, getting ready for these PRTs is a fanfare in our household. I mean, even last PRT earlier this year, he was like doing planks and all these different things. And I'm thinking, man, you know, let me see if I can do a plank for that long too. So y'all, he, I even got wrapped up into it. All these PRTs things, you know, in our household. So I thought about it and I was like, I want to know a little bit more about what they they have as, in terms of requirements. And so I did a little research and guys, it can be found online. You can go and look up Navy Physical Readiness Program and they have all the information online. So I was like, oh, let me look at this. 
What is the purpose? Purpose made sense, right? So that commanding officers can assess the general fitness of their sailors, this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what are these components? Because my husband, he has told me about them. I knew them. But I was like, let me just go ahead and read it for myself. It says on here, the PRT components consist of a series of physical modalities that assess cardiorespiratory fitness, muscular strength, and endurance. And I was like, "Mm -hmm, that sounds more or less what he's talked about, right? And there's also a component of height and weight. I'll get to that in a minute. So anyway, these latest guidelines, they came out this year, actually, February 2022, and they added in some new stuff. Rowing came in as part of the things that you can do. So I was like, okay, you know, he's he was into rowing. We were doing a lot of rowing last year when we were doing Orange Theory. So that was for those people who know Orange Theory. If you know, you know. We were doing the row machine. So he was all excited about that because he wanted to do row versus the other things. So the components, one with the cardiovascular stuff, you can do the bike, treadmill, row, or swim. Those are the options. And it's up to your commanding officer to decide which one you have to do. But, right, those are the options. Bike, treadmill, row, swim. And then, you know, for the strength, the endurance, these push-ups and these planks. Y'all, I was I was trying to see whether I would be able to pass this test too. <laughs> Not going to lie to y'all. At least a couple of months ago when he had his other one. And then the height and weight standard. Y'all, this is the part now. I think that it's important to have good physical health no matter what you're doing. Okay. Period. I had a little a little thought, little, you know, uneasy thought about how they do this height and weight standard. I'm not gonna go too much into it, but they do have different standards for women and men. They have it separated by male, female, and then they have all these the same things, right? The bike, the treadmill, the roll swim, push us planks, and they also have this way that they make sure that you are in the right body mass, but it's not a BMI. It's something totally different, y'all. And basically, they compare your neck to your waist. They measure your neck and your waist, and they do some kind of calculation. And depending on your age and your height, you're supposed to be within a certain number. Same thing for all the other parts of the test, right? Age plays a part in all of that. The other piece though, with the women, apparently they measure their waist, their neck, so like the men, and their hips. Y'all was like, they measuring hips out here? Oh Lord, would I make it? Would I make it with I don't I don't really know what the measurement needs to be, but that that got me in a tizzy. But anyway, I'm not going to stay on that. But just to let y'all know, there's a lot that goes into these physical readiness tests. Anyway, it got me to thinking, y'all. What if we had PRTs in every sector? Mm-hmm. Now, don't stop. Do not cut this off. I don't want you acting up out there because I know you're like, no, not me. You're not about to get me to do anything like that. I am not trying to be on somebody's regimented schedule, trying to get me on a treadmill and measure my hips and my neck and all of this and making sure. No, no, I'm not. I know. I know that I was thinking about it too, but just listen to me for a second. Just imagine if everybody had PRTs. I'm going to give you three. I'm going to give you three that I'm thinking about right now. First one, realtors. Mm -hmm. What if realtors had PRTs? 
But these PRTs are not the physical readiness tests. They're parking readiness tests. Mm-hmm. Realtors, because they have to go around and park everywhere, don't they? Oh, I remember when we were trying to, we were getting our house and we had to go, I mean, city, out in, you know, not rural areas, but like the suburb areas. Parking was very important. And I mean, you go to several places a day trying to find a house. Realtors need a parking readiness test. Can you just imagine if they had every once in a while, it didn't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to be that often, but they have a parking readiness test to see if they can back into the spots or pull into them spots, or pull out and pull around to some spots and save a spot for the person who's coming to look at the house so that they can go into their specialized spot. If they have a parking readiness test, they can tell you exactly how long it's going to take to get into the parking spot. I mean, listen, efficiency, you got to make sure that they're efficient. I mean, and then also, the, I mean, parking is re- parking readiness test, you know, you give them a test and you tell them, you know, an address and then they can tell you whether it is street parking or garage parking or, you know, you can pull up into the house because it's on a regular residence street with single family homes. See, that's the kind of information you need. If you need a parking pass in a particular neighborhood and they get the parking pass in advance, they need to know these things. Parking readiness tests, PRTs, clergy. Mm-hmm. Clergy is next. And when I say clergy, I mean imams, monks, priests, bishops, rabbis, preachers, all of them. They need PRTs. Prayer and patience readiness tests. Mm-hmm. Because let me tell you, the people of the world, no matter what the religion, <laughs> they need some prayer. And them people need to be patient with them. Mm-hmm. I put myself in there. Be patient with me. If I'm going through something, I come to you and I need some prayer. You're going to also need some patience too, because I'm going I'm to continue to beseech you if you are my lead. Yeah, please, yes, also, we need to pray for this. And also, we, I, I believe that the clergy of the world needs those PRTs, prayer and patience readiness tests, because they're going to have to pray a lot. Mm-hmm. Pray for the parishioners, pray for themselves, pray for the world. And they're going to have to have a lot of patience because they go through a lot, don't they? For those who know, oh yeah, they have to deal with a lot. A lot of uh, internal drama sometimes. They have a lot of things going on in the communities and outreach and they got a lot going on with their own families. Lots of patience. They need lots of patience. They need lots of prayers. And you know, having like a readiness test for them might be helpful to make sure their fitness is up on those things. Last thing, secretaries. Mm -hmm. Secretaries need their PRTs too. Those are your promulgation and prioritization readiness tests. Let me tell you, as a secretary, and I've been a secretary before, more or less a secretary in, in a particular setting. So I know that you promulgate, you got to promulgate things, right? They, they sit up in their little offices and they make decisions. But what when does it get done? It doesn't get done. It doesn't get promulgated until the secretary puts that pen or those hands, typing, fingers on them keys to make sure it gets out there and it happens. Secretaries make things happen. Yes. And they have to prioritize, you know, because you get the phone call and somebody needs something and then you get the email and somebody else needs something and then somebody comes to to your desk and then they need something too. And you need to prioritize things. Mm Mm-hmm. 
as a secretary because it's a lot of work and so many different things that you must do. So you just need that PRT. They need the PRTs. Just make sure that they're ready. You know, make sure that they are on top of their skills. Make sure that they're not regressing in any area because it's very important work. Yes, y'all, PRTs for whatever it is, whether them parking readiness tests, prayer and patience readiness tests, promulgation and prioritization readiness tests. We need we need the PRTs. Yeah, y'all got some PRTs y'all need in your industry? Let me know. I'm I'm curious because even though I don't know about all that physical readiness test for everybody, because you know that that would be a mess, y'all. I can only imagine if every sector had to have the physical readiness test. Lord, where would we be? Where would we be? But PRTs can be very useful in other ways. Okay. All right. So. That's all I have on that. You know, I can continue on and on, but let me just move on to the last section of the podcast. Of course, I am sharing with you a little short something and I'm coming back to poetry today. I don't know. We're we're just in poetry moods right now. And so this one that I have for you is called Downpour. Silences pierced by hiccuping sobs. Words falter into sighs. Shifty glances from onlookers wanting to help or at least to know why. Overcast. Downpour of slick tears onto inflamed nostrils congested and straining. Comforting words difficult to process. Bursting veins of boiling red paint little curves and twists into normally white viewing vessels. Mourning, loss, anger, pain. And life goes on. And life goes on, but we stop anyway. And when we've dried the slippery roadways traced into flushed faces, some will move on. <laughs> all right. Well, that is it for today. I hope that you all enjoyed this episode. It was so fun just talking with you all again, as it always is. Station with Stories. Check me out on YouTube. Check out Station underscore Story on Instagram and Twitter. Follow the hashtag Station with Stories. And of course, leave a review. Leave a review wherever you're listening to this. I love to hear and all the stars rate the podcast as well and share with a friend, share with a friend, share with a coworker, share it with someone that you're just buddies with, you know, and we will be back next week. Station with Stories. It's your host, Kalisha Hollis-Jesse. Bye, peeps. (laughs) 